thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the Prince of Purpose himself. He is the co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. I don't know. Marcus Pierce. That's a classic. The Prince of Purpose. Classic. Where do you come up with all these things? It's amazing. You're like a magician. You're an inventor. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. You're a wordsmith. I was I was running a webinar recently. Yes. And um had a You're group doing a lot of, of those at the moment. I love it. A lot, busy boy oh. and uh was had a great group of people in and I put a poll up in this webinar demo and I just said to them are What sort of you, a poll? Um are you <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Gotcha. Uh, wordsmith. Hey, wordsmith. You can use it anyway. <laughs> um, dad jokes. So Oof, I put hashtag a, dad jokes. Um, <laughs> I I uh, what, okay, let me see how I can do this. Um, I typed up a question for yes. people to put their answers in, oh, yes. and the question was, um, "Are you living your? Um, was it? Do you know what your life purpose is? Do you know what your life purpose is?" I had yes, no, and not sure, mm-hmm. and I had. Uh, 55% say they weren't sure. I had 39% say no, and I had 6% say yes. Gee. And I was rather, um, well, concerned is a strong word, but there was concern, but there's also, I was, I was actually surprised at the number. Yeah. I didn't think that it would be so low. I was probably thinking that, I don't know. 25 to 75%, somewhere in the range because, again, it always depends on, on who's in the room. Mm. But um, I would have thought – and it was, a very, it was a very definitive question. It was yes, no, or not sure. Now, it's easy to say not sure. Uh, I get that. But I thought on this particular podcast it would be wise to really talk about what does it take to actually be able to answer that question with a definitive yes. Mm. So to give you an idea, people, people then asked me in the room, well, do I feel like I'm living my life purpose? So what I do with the wellness couch, what I do with the exceptional life blueprint, like is that what I'm about? And I said, absolutely. Like right now, like everything can change. I use the example of my media days and then my days in chiropractic and, and the rest and how it all went for about five to seven years. And you and Lawrence and I spoke about on one of our um, 100 Not Out podcasts and Lawrence was saying that, you know, his life purpose doesn't really stretch beyond a year, maybe two years, you know, maybe five years in some things. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would be a really good idea if you and I just spoke about what does it really take to get clarity on exactly what your life purpose is. Mm. Wow. What a, great, yeah. what a great thing to talk about. I love it. And, and I mean, you I and I there'd, both, there'd be a lot of people out there. Like if that's the stat, you'd have to say that that would be a pretty accurate stat, you know, what you've... What you've well, identified in that podcast. I mean, I mean, yeah, I would say, I mean, the people in the room were, 
um, highly educated, um, have really great paradigms of the world, similar to obviously what 100 Not Out is all about. Yeah. But the sample size, there are about 20 in the webinar room. So it wasn't 2,000, wasn't 200,000. And the rest, but well, these are people still- that are on a on a mission to get well or to get their life going, and and many people just kind of just flounder about, don't they? Just keep on going and just keep on doing what they do, just going. Well, this is what life's all about. Um, not necessarily happy about it, but they just do it. They begrudgingly get up, go to work, begrudgingly, you know, make sandwiches for the kids, send them off to school, yep. all that sort of thing. And you know, they're they're probably not living their life purpose, but I wonder so- whether or not that would make it less people living their life purpose. So my question then is, and, and I think it's best if we probably share both of our examples, mm-hmm. and I'll hit you up first. Oh, what is it on the right? spot? So, yeah. so you wear you wear three hats. When I talk about life purpose, I talk about your waking hours, doing what you love, loving what you do. Call it your nine to five. Yes. Okay. So because whoever you go to will give you a different definition of life purpose. If you go to Deepak Chopra, it's your dharma. It's like that one unique gift. You've been given. If you go to Tony Robbins, it's all about a state of being, which is like a 24 hour thing, which is a really cool way to look at it as well. Yeah. You do Demartini, it's all about your highest value and finding your life purpose out of your highest values. So everyone has slightly different takes on it. But I think the most important question is, and, and you and I can be our own guinea pigs here. If I ask you, Damo, you wear three professional hats. You've got the wellness couch, you've got Vita Lifestyles, and you've got Forage Cereal. Mm-hmm. How do you know each day? that you are living a life of purpose? Like what are the clues for you that make you feel like you are on purpose? Oh, that's I'm well, on the spot. Yeah, that's on the spot. Well, it's interesting you say that because I, I would say that almost on a daily basis, you kind of question whether what you're doing is on purpose. Like, yep. you know, you kind of, you're very, I mean, in whatever I'm doing at whatever point in time, I'm very present, even though sometimes I'll multitask. MP, you know that sometimes, <laughs> only sometimes, not all the time. But I'm very much on purpose. So if I'm in my chiropractic setting, I'm pu- I'm purposeful. I'm I'm very present. I'm there. I'm doing it. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. It's all good. And then you kind of get to the end of the the shift or the end of the event, or you know, and you go, okay, well, how did we go? What happened? Who do we see? You know, what what were the miracles of the day? All of those sorts of things. You reflect upon it. And then you, you drive home, and I suppose I put on my my next lot of hats, which would be you know wellness couch, and then try and get across forage. And it's easy to become distracted, and so it probably takes me a little bit of reflection. But I think I think sometimes I think, oh, I'd love just to do forage, and then sometimes I think, oh, I just love to do Vita. Um, yeah. And then you know when I'm on the hundred night out calls with you, I just go, oh, I wish I was just doing. Yeah, you could do out. this all day. You know, it'd be great. Twenty four hour nonstop podcast, no sleep, no nothing. So I think because I love doing all of them um, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of it and it doesn't seem to be ruffling anyone's feathers in certain, in terms of people in my household and, you know, things are, are great in my house and you know, we've got time for, for family time and for relaxing time, for exercise time and, you know, father-son time, all those sorts of things. All of that's good. Um, I don't feel like I'm challenged to think, uh, am I living my life purpose? There's probably more things that I'd like to do. So maybe I'm not living my life purpose because there's more things I'd like to do. No, like, I mean, that love... just means you have a bucket list, right? Well, yeah, but I'd love to do a coaching program. I'd love to coach naturopath stuff. You know, I'd love to do yeah. that, you know. Um, and I wonder whether or not that might get me on my life purpose or maybe it provides another distraction. That's So maybe I'm looking for clarity from you, MP. 
<laughs> I love this. This is like inside the champion's mind where Lawrence and I do therapy on each other. This is like a 100 um, not out therapy session. <laughs> no, so, so already from what I've listened to there, right, you've mentioned the word enjoyment about five or six times. Yes. So you enjoy your work at Vita, you enjoy your work on the couch, and yep. you enjoy your work at Forage. And that's, that's the big thing. Yep. You, have to, you have to love what you're doing. And so I think regardless, regardless of, 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 um, of whether you're asked the question regularly, it all comes down to, well, are you doing what you love and are you loving what you do? doesn't mean that there aren't other things that you would love to do like start a coaching program. But the other really awesome point that you mentioned there is that your working life only benefits your home life because you are enjoying what you're doing and then so when you're coming home, you're not bringing um, unnecessary uh, personal resentments or stresses. Sure, you have tough days, and that's part of living your life purpose as well. But you're coming into the family environment in a good place, um, not feeling like you're at a major crossroads every day when you walk through the front door. Oh, totally, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And what about you, MP? You know, how do you know that you're living your life purpose? Well, I think for me, it's that I constantly, I'm constantly thinking about ways to grow and improve in. For example, the wellness couch and uh, exceptional life blueprint. So I'm, I, I don't feel I don't need to be pushed or to be pulled out of bed to come and do more research or record a video or record a podcast or find a guest. There's definitely times, and I was saying this on on the webinar that I ran recently, where I feel overwhelmed by oh, totally. <laughs> everything that I want to do. There's a lot on, you know, and it's like all right. So I just really have to just pull myself together and just I just get that one word out and I think I got this from Brian Tracy and it's just like just say focus like every time you feel yourself being pulled just yell out to yourself focus it's a little bit uh, neurotic but I'm like focus 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 and uh, I've got at the moment if I've got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve books on my desk um, all on different topics all on different parts of this exceptional life blueprint I'm putting the program together at the moment and it's easy to get distracted by a bit out of here a bit out of there and whatever if I don't actually put it into some kind of framework or some kind of understanding then it's it's very easy to be overwhelmed so my my thing about knowing that I'm on purpose is a bit of overwhelm for me is quite healthy it just means that I've got more that I want to grow on I d- never want to get to a point where I feel like I'm done and I really look at I look at people's life purpose and you kind of want to, you want to live this life and almost finish this life with things undone. Yeah. You know, you're never going to get everything done. You don't want to complete it. You don't want, yeah, like it's all, it's all good to want completion but there's going to be things on that bucket list that do not happen. We know my mate Ken, who's my, he's, a, he's the oldest practice member in our practice, 91. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You he, came in, yep. he, he came in the other day and he said, um, did I tell you I'm moving? And I said, what? He goes, I'm moving to Colac. I said, you're kidding me. How come? He goes, next chapter. It's time for oh, a change. How good is that? <laughs> <laughs> next chapter. It's time for a change. I go, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I got my life membership at my bowls club. Um, so I've done that. I've been the seven times club champion at my bowls club, and I've been the president, and I'm the treasurer. So I think I should do something different. So I'm going to go live close to my daughter in Colac. So I'm selling my unit and I'm buying a new unit tomorrow. I love that. <laughs> 91. So he drives. I said, good He's going to still Ken. come and get adjusted by you though, isn't he? Well, I'm going to, I, well, my mum's got her Your property mom's? just near there. So I'm going, to, I'm going to pop in on Ken and say good day. So he's told me all about it. 
But, you know, that he's not waiting to complete stuff, and if he finishes something, he moves to the next task, 91 years old. Well, this is what I love, Damo. This whole next chapter, there are so many people that I'm in contact with at the moment that know that the next chapter is upon them, but they're just so scared to start it. And what you do about the fear, I, I don't I don't think there's a... I don't think there's any real ways to deal with fear except to do it. Just go. I don't. On. I don't. You know, like everyone out there, it seems like is looking for a technique. Like I'm going to do NLP. I'm going to do visualization. Yeah. I'm going to do meditation. Yeah. I'm going to do this. And look, personally, for me, that's just another thing on the to do list. But yeah. that's just me, right? Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm just like, you know what? You can do all of that and if you really want to, I'm not knocking you for doing it, like go and do it. But at the same time, is that just another distraction to avoid not doing what you're fearing? Possibly, yeah. It's just another thing. I'll wait till I've done that course and then I'll get out there. So it's the possibly the avoidance of the re- fear of rejection. So and, and then when that next chapter is present in our mind, my view is that you just do something really, really small to make you feel like you're making progress on it. So in the case of Ken, I betcha, like even just subconsciously, that he would have gone down to Colac, he would have visited his daughter, he would have had a look around at the homes, just driving past, saying, oh, these homes look nice, oh, there's a house for sale there, that could work, oh, maybe, you know, it's time to relocate. And he didn't actually buy it on the spot, but he just had the thought, and it was just a, just a small step forward to see how he sat with it. You know, so if people are listening going, okay, I know I'm ready to take the next chapter, but I'm not sure what it is. I think a great thing, this, and I reckon anyone can do this, is start a blog, tell no one about it, and write your thoughts on one blog and hit publish. And you don't have to tell anyone, but just see what it feels like to actually put your words and your feelings and your views on a topic out into the world wide web where anyone can see it. Not that you're going to tell anyone because this is just a test, yeah. but just see how you feel putting it together. Yeah, no and, idea. And it's just a good accountability. Yeah, no. It's a good idea. And you know what? Because you you're not in the habit of it. Yeah, and you have to work out. You have to deal with some um, obstacles at the very beginning. You have to work out how to start a blog. So if you really want to do this, you're always going to come up with obstacles. And there are obstacles often are going to come up at the beginning. Yeah. So how do you set up a blog? And then how do you write the blog? And then do you have the guts to press publish? And again, this is just a good idea to recognize, are you willing to take the next step? Are you willing to enter the next chapter? Mm. And as I say, 6% of people based on, based on one webinar that I did, so it's a small sample, one webinar, 6% of people feel like they can look you in the eye and go, yep, I'm living my life purpose. And 50% of people aren't quite sure and the rest are in that uh, place where they know they're not. So... For 95% of people, the next chapter is upon them. Yeah, far out. Next chapter, that's a big thing. So, you could. What's next for you then? Well, I think I'm I'm at the the very beginning. I'm I'm definitely in the. I'm at the beginning of the next chapter. Because you turned the page and you sold the practice, you moved to Byron Bay, you packed up the kids, you thought, what am I going to do? This is what I want to do. I'm going to get on purpose. I'm going to. And, and a lot of your media training has prepared you for what you're doing today. Well, media and like the last 15 years of my life, call them two chapters, call yes. it media and chiropractic, Chiro. health and wellness. Yes. It's been a matter of the, the media skills and all of the networks and connections and because my whole peer group relationships changed when I changed industries. Mm. I had a bunch of media friends and now all of my friends are health and wellness. Yes. Uh, and then... The next chapter is a really a combination of those of those first two, 
Um, but I even think, you know, Damo, I think of your wisdom, your careers, your uh, starting off in oh, well, accountancy and then naturopathy and then chiropractic and then what you did um, with cereals and the rest. Like there's been a number of there's been a number of steps or a number of chapters or however you want to view them. Yeah. But it's this uh, it's this um, what we both have in common is that there's no standing still. There's no just getting getting to a point. There's no grass going, growing under our feet. Yeah, well, there's no, I've done it. There's yeah. no like, I've done it and I'm here and I've arrived and now I stop. It might be, I've done it, I'm here, I'm arrived. But then the, que- the question next is, well, what's next? It's a, big, it's a big thing, isn't it? And I think part of that drive is understanding your life purpose. This is the thing. So a purposeful life, which is what we're trying to get to. My, my vision is to have a, a world that is healthier than what it is today, really. So I, I want people to be healthier. I don't. When I hear stats like people are, are going to be, you know, kids aren't going to outlive their parents, and yeah, that Australia's fat, and that in America, seventy-four percent of the population is overweight or obese, and I hear all that sort 61% of stuff. Sixty-one percent in Australia. I just oh. saw. What is it? Four, four, 61 percent are overweight or obese in Australia, and four oh, percent of people. Down. Yeah. Four percent. Oh, this. I mean, you know, all the stats can differ, but this is a Roy Morgan uh, poll on five hundred thousand people, and four percent of Australians have um, their two servings of fruit and five servings of veggies. Which again is whether you agree with actually those numbers with with two and five. What's the number? How many? Four percent. So ninety six uh, out of every one hundred people aren't having a couple of pieces of fruit and five. I'm like, well, five servings is not that flash to begin with, but. Um, not, not even no, not even ninety. Uh, yeah, I mean See, that that motivates me. Doesn't inspire me at all. It actually really, I want to swear right now. It really <laughs> f's me off. Yeah, that we're in that situation. And I and I, the, I would. I'm going to say this, and I'm hoping that there's some grocers out there listening, and that there's some growers out there listening, and there's producers out there listening. It's too freaking expensive to buy healthy food for the average person, so they default to the cheaper stuff. Now, I know there's going to be people out there who go, oh, yeah, but you can make more out of it. When you can go and buy a burger for two bucks, you can't even buy an avocado for two bucks. Yeah. So when you can buy a burger for two bucks and that's considered to be a meal and you get thrown in chips and a Coke, then you're encouraging people to eat bad food. The government has to get involved because they're actually making the problem worse by not helping the primary producers out. And then there's greed. You know, I, I look at the price of some foods and there's no need for some things to be as expensive as what they are. Like I bought some nuts last night. Um, 45 grams of nuts I bought last night just to eat while I was driving home from Mornington. We had the Overfed Under Nourish movie last night. Oh, yes. And I thought I'm going to get a, a bottle of water. If I bought two, I got one for a dollar. So that was good. So I bought two. Um, and so I was, I was encouraged by that. But then the nuts that I bought were two dollars fifty for forty-five grams. <laughs> Are you kidding me, right? Oh my gosh! So we're talking yeah. over fifty dollars a kilo. Dollars a kilo, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so this that's is it, absolute though, right? greed, and this is why people aren't buying enough fruit and vegetables. One, because now they haven't bought it for such a long time; they don't know what to do with it. And two, because it's been made so complicated. Now people are fearful of fruit because it contains fructose. And people aren't sure what to do with it. And, and so yeah. there's so and much they can get a burger. They can, they can get, get a burger, a burger and some fries. Than, uh, a few bananas. So oh, I'm frustrated. So, so this is it though, Damo. Just yes. to, to, wrap, to wrap this up Had is that your, your life purpose has yes. to really generate some serious emotion within you. So like you've just highlighted there, what really bugs you, what really 
frustrates you but then at the same time inspires you to work on the solution is a really good clue to defining what your life purpose is. So it's no coincidence, Damo, that as that as those stats fire you up and as you have some serious opinion on it, you're out there working on the solution through the wellness couch, through forage and through Vita. Do you know what I mean? So it's only natural that you should be um, annoyed, frustrated yeah. by the other side and yeah. that's a really good clue to recognize that you're working in your life purpose. If there's things that you are really, really irked by but you're not working within that field, then maybe – Maybe you are destined to work in that field. Mm, mm. Um, so what really do you feel strongly about that you, re- <laughs> that you can't stop thinking about, you could talk all day long about, that's where your life purpose is. Damo, we have run out of time on this episode. <laughs> Sorry to have a rant, everybody. No, I think oh. it was wonderful. It was the final, oh, it was really the final, uh, one of the final clues on the podcast to really passionate. generate. Are you what, passionate? Yeah, what are you really passionate about? Yeah. Uh, it's just, and as I say, the, the, it's great that people can feel that emotion from you because it just makes it even more real to recognize how important it is to have real emotion in your life purpose. Yeah. Folks, we would love to hear your feedback. There are a number of ways you can provide it. You can go to our website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Also, if you've liked this episode, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out thewellnesscouch.com. You can view our entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness wellness guys so until next week discover your life purpose and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life hi it's damien christoph here if you're loving the wellness couch podcast then you'll absolutely love our special once only free four-part webinar series starting thursday october 30 join me and my wellness guys co-host plus marcus pierce from 100 not out and inside the champion's mind as we dive deep into the hot topics of wellness over four consecutive weeks brett hill will kick us off by showing you how to be fab and fit in five i'll be presenting what the f and discussing the big bad f words when it comes to food lawrence tam will leave you inspired with a magnificent mindset and mp will reveal his 10-step formula to mastering your life these webinars are absolutely free and they go for an hour each and they take place every Every Thursday night from October 30 until November 20. To get access, you must sign up. So simply go to www.thewellnesscouch.com or check out The Wellness Couch on Facebook. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.